Harley's here. He's enjoying Spider-Vane with Skinwalker there. That's going to be released soon. Um, how are you, Harley? I'm good, man. Got a weird text from you when you were on the way. It <laughs> says, running late, be there as a baby. Start with that bit. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> now, when you say that, okay. Do you mean I should turn up with a dummy in my mouth? And but what I said was, gaga. be there ASAP. All oh, right. But be there as a baby. <laughs> See, what we were talking about last week, we were talking about, you know, voice searches and, and, and dictation should be uh, dictating what people should call their bands and, and yeah. names. Yeah, it depends whether people say it right. Yes, uh, we're, uh, <laughs> me and Oscar had that actually on our way to our, on, on our, on the way to our gig uh, this weekend, which I'll, I'll get to that because that's a nice bit to end on. Right. Um, but so, instead but, we'd be getting people searching for like Sweet Child of Minecraft and it would just come up <laughs> like, like weird little blocked Axel Rose. I'm sure, I'm sure somebody has done a YouTube video Sweet Child of Minecraft. Of Sweet Child of Minecraft. <laughs> I am sure. Yeah, just playing a pickaxe. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Slash. So what have you been doing, boy? Right. Well, I've, I've had a... It's been back in the swing of things for music. We've been back at Rock Project. We've been uh, doing all of our all of our things kind of... It's been the first week in quite a while where there's been some form of routine, mm. which has been nice. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's back to... Because, back to, you know, when you have, like, the bank holidays and uh, coupled with holiday sort of days, you know, Christmas or New yeah. Year's Day or Boxing Day, and it's you, you, it, you lose track of what day of the week it is. Nobody, still, now I'm super back on track. No, it's great. Nobody knows what day of the week it is still. Um, no. I, I, I was... Out. Well, uh, this this really starts on my week. If I I know okay, yeah. so today's Monday. <laughs> yeah, that's it. it. It's it's the it's, this is the 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 capital letter of the week. Oh, we should. That's it, Harley and Josh show. Ooh. The capital letter of the week. Oh yes, makes us sound like a Scrabble based show. Oh yes, and we're oh, both very oh, literate. Uh, can uh, that's why we're music. If someone can message in and tell us how many points Harley and Josh show is <laughs> Scrabble in Scrabble, let me know. Obviously, we'll, get, uh, we'll give you a jingle. We'll give you a jingle. You immediately win a jingle. Yeah, it will definitely be a Scrabble jingle. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Um, yeah, you yep. had an interesting week of teaching. Yes, and yeah, it was, around as it was great. Great to see all the students again, um, and hearing hearing the little ones talk about all of their their Christmas uh, things, oh, all the yeah. stuff they got up to over the holiday. I mean, the seniors are sort of your, your teenagers. So, what did you get over the over, over the holidays? Not much. Yeah, it's classic, isn't it? Yeah. Are you just like anybody? Anybody? Anything cool? Anything cool? And they're just looking at you like, oh, stop asking me things. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so um, that was yeah. It was really cool to to be back uh, doing that. Um, and also, uh, we the difficult thing is actually getting to, getting the juniors to stop talking about what they did over Christmas. Yeah. Like with 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 the seniors, it's hard to get them to start. It's like, did you do any practice? Hmm. What What did you practice? Just songs. Whereas yeah. the juniors just like I practiced counting stars, I practiced we will rock you, and I got a slime making machine, and my granny pooed herself at the Christmas dinner table, <laughs> and then I went home and practiced more. And he's just like, stop, 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 please. <laughs> Derailing the whole lesson. Yes, uh, um, one of my uh, Thursday students. It's it's quite a regular thing, and I know I can. It's the sort of thing you don't want to say with say to everyone because some people are a little bit more sensitive. But I can. With this guy, I go, nope, stop, refocus, focus <laughs> on me, 
Uh-huh. Focus on your bass. Now, where were we? Chorus. And uh, he's like, um, okay, got it. And yeah, yeah uh, but he, he responds well to that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he said, you got to be careful. So you've got to be like, sort of do sort of hypnosis. Yes, yes. <laughs> like, look around the eyes, look around the eyes, look around the eyes. Look yeah. around the base, look into the base, look onto the base, not, not around the base, look just at the base, just at the base, just at the base, just at the base. There we go. I, mm, the <laughs> mysteries of the base. Oh yes. So yeah, uh, that was great. We also, uh, you were there too. We did uh, the music forum. Uh, yes, we did. Thing led by Andy Hopkins, which was really interesting. Yeah. Um, so for those who didn't know, it was a it was a little bit of a closed group to start off with, just whilst we kind of felt the air and what mm. what, what what it was. Um, but Andy Hopkins, who's been on the show, um, and uh, Hoppy and the Hopefuls. Hoppy and the Hopefuls, and is it also an MU representative? Uh, sort on the executive of, board. On the exec- really? Mm. I don't know if she was at heart. Wow. Mm. Uh, she uh, committee. She ran this uh, meeting just to get musicians all together and talk about the local music world mm-hmm. and uh, how we can sort of make the most of and make the most of it and make it the most it can be. Yeah. Um, and stuff like that, which is cool. We'll, uh, I'm sure we'll, we will talk about that. We'll talk about that a bit later on, yeah. yeah. Uh, but there was a nice mix of people there, weren't there? Yeah, yeah, it was really great. There was Not only was there musicians, there were drummers as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Drive-by insult. There, oh, yeah. yes. Uh, no, there were, so there were musicians, there were drummers. Uh, there were also uh, promoters for events. Um, uh, Darren Smith and Layla Edwards, uh, both who run events and put on shows around the local area were there, mm-hmm. as well as a few people from venues as well. Um, so it was great to get people talking from each, every angle. Mm. So everyone was on completely on the same page, which was great. Mm. Um, and it was really You cool. stayed for most of the most of the meeting, didn't you? I you don't... Towards the end. I did have to leave early. I don't know how long it went on after I'd left. Mm-hmm. I, you were going back in as I was leaving, I believe. Well, did you go back in? No, I didn't oh, go okay. back in. Oh, fair enough. I thought you were going into the building. I wasn't sure if you were. We were, ha- yeah. I was having another meeting in a different room of the building. Oh, it was a different room. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> right. That's the gardener's arms for you. There's two yeah. parts of it. Um. So yeah. Uh. Yeah. I had to leave because I had a meeting with Chart Attack because we're on the process of working out how we do everything really. Okay. So um, you talking about sort of streamlining the social media stuff and a little bit of that. Yeah, we're going to be. Also, now we're working with agencies and with the horrendous Christmas we've had, uh, we met up and decided... Horrendously busy, you mean? Yeah, and also with Elliot being out of action, we were like, right, we need to find depth. We need to find someone who can stand in Mm -hmm. for vocals, someone who can stand in for guitar, stand in for drums, stand in for bass. Mm. Um, So we've got every bass and guitar and drum and covered. (laughs) Covered, Um, And it it was really cool. Uh, It's really... It's it's annoying that that it should be one of the first things that you do as a band is actually finding depths for it. Because, I mean, when I first started The Lockerbillies, it was the fact of I had a drummer, a bass player, and me. Mm. It was Hicks, Murray, and I. And when Hicks can do a show, I found a drummer that could do it. Yeah. Um, And if Murray can do it, then uh, I'd play bass, and then I got Rich in. But it, it took a little while to do that because everybody's really sort of like, you know... Yeah. going going full ham on it like at the start but after a while people are like oh, i need to prioritize some other things yeah so yeah that like if you are starting out a band a good idea is very early on get yourself depths for every instrument yes yeah so you, could, you can't turn down gigs then can you that's it um actually um it's 
what 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 would you do if you couldn't make a gig if you fell ill would that be a, a cancellation or yeah that'd be a cancellation yeah but yeah. I haven't cancelled it from illness no. yet <laughs> no that's a, that's a, the problem with that is essentially about overworking yourself is then you don't want to put yourself in that position yeah well the, the ideal thing is to not get ill yeah um but yeah, ideally yeah easier said than done yeah exactly. Um, but so yeah, we went through that. We added some new songs to our set. We also had a little sort of roundup of what we'd done over the last year. We've done twenty six gigs in uh, in twenty eighteen. I forgot it's what good. year it was, which was pretty good. Bear in mind, it was you formed when. Pardon? When did you form again? We all formed in May or August, right? Yeah. Twenty seventeen. So May or August? I can't remember which one. <laughs> it may have been August. It may have been August. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so uh, that was it. Was our first full year of being a nice. band and it went really well uh, we've made a lot of progress we played at the Duke of York on the weekend um, and that was one of our first gigs we did there mm. uh, because uh, Elliot used to work behind the bar he got us a gig there which was great uh, and there was someone who was at both gigs and he said that he it was Dan Harvey Dan um, not Dan, no, Daniel Harvey yeah. Daniel Harvey yeah. yeah so he was there and he said he was at the first gig and he was at this gig and he says he was so impressed with the uh, the growth that we've made in that time, you know, which will happen, but yeah, cool. it's nice to know that it's been noticed by people yeah, other than us, which is great. They also uh, know their music and they know bands. Oh, yeah, very much so. Um, and it was great. It was a really good gig. It was a little bit quiet, but uh, the people there really enjoyed it. We've got a good, good review on our website, on our Facebook page, which I would say, if you like a band, go review them on oh, Facebook because yeah. that helps so much. That's huge. Getting, Getting, it really uh, is. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, Impilo got a, uh, a a review on their page the other day, and I'm yeah. part of the, the admin on that on that page. And just seeing that was really nice. It was from a fellow musician, and they said, uh, you know, the drummer's a really nice bloke. They play really good jams. Check them out sometime. And just, like, that is, like, at the top of the page. Yeah. When you go, and I bet, when I'm checking out bands for the, um, uh, for the show every week, mm. I barely ever see that. No, no. Barely ever see that. And um, it's, I, I, people are scared to call for... Give us a review because hmm. it. No one like people are a bit scared of doing the hard sell of buy our product, make yeah. us more you know accessible to other people. La di da di da. But we were constantly sitting there going, "Come to our gig, which yeah. costs money, and it involves them getting out of the house." Literally, yeah. just say, "Can you review the page?" It doesn't cost you anything. Cost you anything. I think it's people minutes. are afraid that they're just going to be like one star. <laughs> which, if you're if you're confident in your product, is very very unlikely. Yeah, and no one's ever given one star genuinely mostly because they're annoyed because yeah, like, the singer didn't yeah. kiss them when they my asked. window cleaner <laughs> is actually hit on my wife so i'm giving him a one star review i mean i guess that's fair that's not yeah. very professional and he was also in this band yes <laughs> so i um yeah that was a that was a good fun gig it was also the first gig we've done as the original lineup since the 16th so we were oh, very right. happy to all be together and gigging again um but it was quite funny on the way there because uh, I was I gave Oscar a lift. He's the guitarist for band Bang, which is the the new thing. Yeah, we've got some new stuff coming yeah. from them today. Well, on the way there, you were talking about voice command and stuff. He's like, "Do you mind if we try and see the voice command thing? See if we can find my song on Spotify." Right. And he's like, "Okay, right." So press the button. Play influential by Bang. No results for by Bang. <laughs> okay. Play influential Bang. Could not find influential by bank. <laughs> okay, try it again. Could not find influential by van. <laughs> like this went on for about ten minutes. Eventually, influential by bang. 
came straight on Correct. and we were dancing around because it's really well it, awesome yeah. uh, should we play it because he, sent, like us, to, he yeah. sent it to us to, to play on the radio so if anybody wants to check more of their stuff out uh, they're playing uh, in Camden this weekend I can't remember the name of the venue but they are also coming to Ipswich on the 1st of February with Reno uh, and Rome with Reno and Rome yeah well. so that's that. Uh, we're all looking forward to that one um, so yeah yeah I'm really looking forward to that that's a great pair up actually Bang yes. and Reno and Rome will be yeah. a great sort of you know well oiled pop machine definitely alright guys this is Influential by Bang check it out <laughs> nice little collaboration there yeah um, yeah that was Bang with Influential Oscar's band they're great uh, I was saying they're quite a nice little mix between the Fearless Flyers yeah. and Jackson 5 that's it it's real just just the happy music man yeah Volk real Pack, happy kind of you know, well oiled a pop. million miles from Spider Vane <laughs> yeah well that's why we like doing it on yeah. the show you know there is no there is no uh just sort of good and bad music when it comes to genres. No, um, you know it's just it's all it's all good music when it, when it's when it's well done. So yeah, I mean I uh, I, I was at the, uh, the the meeting with you last week. Um, that was Tuesday, wasn't it? Yes. So yeah, we, what was uh, your take on it then? Yeah, it was good. Um, it, I I have to say I was a naysayer at the beginning. Yeah. Um, I was vocal to you and sort of my my mm. my very close sort of two three musical friends that I didn't think it was going to work yeah. uh, because I just thought that it was just going to turn into a big shouting match about mm. who has the worst deal venues or musicians or promoters um, and luckily most people kept it kept it under wraps there, were a lot, there was a lot of moaning just saying oh it's hard work and it's just like yeah mm. duh <laughs> it's always been hard yeah. work being a musician it's not going to change no. um, and there was you know just some sort of things where it was just a lot of sob stories people simply going you know I got this cancelled somebody double booked this kind of thing and it's like okay sharing's caring I get it but it's happened to all of us the reason why we're here is not to have a big group you know cry session yeah. it's to sort things out um, and you know the first the first meeting is what was for meeting everybody and getting yeah. an idea of what it was about so i get that that there wasn't uh from while i was there i wasn't there the whole time nothing mm. really was actioned as to what we were going to do which i think you know the next thing that was actioned was that we're going to meet up again yeah um which i think yeah it's definitely a good idea definitely yeah. a good idea um and you know it would just because my my suggestion for it was that we get together a sort of code of conduct uh, mm. or an accord um, together that we can take around two venues and say this is proper practice venues and musicians sorry so yeah. musicians do have to own up to the fact that they don't do the job properly all the time as, mm. as all the time I see on my Facebook is is other musicians and they go oh venues don't do this venues don't promote venues don't pay mm. properly um, whereas we don't look at ourselves enough and sit there and say okay are we actually doing the job yeah you know sometimes people will moan but they're not actually doing a, as good a job as they could do yeah. uh, just just the same as venues and promoters are sometimes. Mm. So, you know, I I thought it was going to turn into a massive slugfest um, of people just throwing their weight around and saying, oh, I'm good at this, you're not good at that. Um, luckily, there wasn't that much of it. I think, yeah, so I what I needed to be done, what needs to be done, I think, is just to get a code of conduct of we, um, you know, we as musicians will make a poster. Yeah. Or, you know, or like, uh, or um, we as musicians 
will turn up with all the gear that's needed and we will be prepared. Uh, yeah. Venues will um, handle promotion and actually have the right staff on the on the night, yeah. have the have the, the area cleared for them, that kind of stuff. Because the amount of times I've had to move <sighs> tables around in a venue yeah. but so we can play. It's just like, come on, man. <laughs> like, you knew I was going to be here three weeks ago. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you knew what time I was going to be here, so clear a space for us. Yeah. But little things like that, not like we agree to bring 100 fans at least or yeah. we as a venue agree to sell this amount of tickets um or we as a venue will definitely pay you this amount um you know straight off the bat it's depending well yeah. sometimes that is needed but it's uh, you know there are some certain things where it's just financially un- no it's not viable viable to be paying a band a huge amount of money yeah um when you don't know if they're going to bring a good fan base and it's also not viable for you to play a gig if that money's not there for you so there yeah. does need to be a middle ground kind of reached between venues and promoters and and, and musicians so definitely definitely what was your take on it um i thought it was really really quite healthy i was positive from the start that it would be something good mm-hmm. um i was aware of your your concerns and i i know i was I, that were they were concerns for me also mm-hmm. um there were certain people in there i knew had it in for each other and I was yeah. like, this is going to... T-. At one point, it did, di- it did... Like, you know, there was one person having to go at another, another person having to go at another, and I'm just like, oh, great, here we go. Yeah, This yeah. is exactly I, what I thought was going to happen that I didn't want it to happen, you know? Yeah, there was another situation like that that was a bit more so uh, after you'd left. Oh, great. Which, um, it, was a, it was quite funny, actually. Um, oh, right. But it it did get a bit heated but then it was uh andy did a really good job at, of uh, mediating yeah mm. uh, she did a very good job of that and there were some just some really good points now one of the big things we're talking about is in terms of like a lot of this was brought together about geek cancellations and stuff mm. and that was handled really well because everyone went well how can we stop this happening in the future well let's let's work in a way that means that there's because a lot of the venues said well if a venue changes hands or anything like that we need communication from the bands to go we're booked here for this date by the way mm-hmm. i don't know if you've got it written down and stuff like that so and mm. there are a lot of things where a lot of uh bands went oh i didn't really thought of that yeah and that's what we need to be able to move forward it's not always apparent that when a venue changes hands no. they're not doing a big signpost thing by the way all no. bands you know like and because that can look bands... bad for a venue yeah if they, exactly. if they change hands because that can take a lot of uh confidence yeah so there is you know there needs to be a nice smooth transition you mm. know from from owner to owner which doesn't always happen no uh, for it to work properly so you know there is just certain things where you know at least a week beforehand yeah a band checks yeah to see if everything's still good and everything's okay and the same the other way around just little mm. sort of codes of conduct you know if you were uh, if you were in business with someone and there was a business transaction going down a quite an important one you would be keeping tabs as to making sure that it's going ahead. Yeah, follow-up emails, there'd be phone calls just to make sure that yeah. uh, the right boxes were t- are being ticked at the right time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think because there's a lot of bands who do this as a not as a job but do it as a hobby, there's less uh, awareness of, of the, the sort of oh, the mediation that goes into putting on a mm-hmm. show that what might be expected of them in some, some venues, yeah. you know. 
some venues are quite laid back and casual they'll do it over the phone they'll and they'll pay you cash on the night other places want confirmation via email they'll pay you over pay you out direct debit and want want an invoice and everything uh but it's just getting to the point where we're all on the same level so mm. then there's a consistency from from venue to venue yeah and from band to band as well definitely i mean there was one thing i said because uh, there was one person that um recommended that we all book through a certain thing mm. um an online calendar or something like this and i was very against that because yeah. i think it takes away uh, people's uh, people's uh, ability to do business their own way. Yeah, uh, it's like you know, that's kind of half of your company is not just you know the product that you make and the actual uh, deal you do. Yeah. It's actually how you work. Yeah, and how you and how you tick. It's very important to be able to have your own personality in the way you do your bookings, the mm. way you communicate with uh, you know co-contractors things like this i don't know if anybody if this uh, this comes across uh for the listeners but uh although our bands are different in their style but we run our businesses very differently as well Mm -hmm. um and i like with an iron fist yes mine more with a wobbly fist a wobbly fist that's no okay (laughs) Okay. Uh, uh but like i like how you run your business and i think you do a very good job of it and it's great I'm partially not organized enough. I'm also like there are some I think some points I'm really solid with some bits I'm more fluid with and you're the other way around and I it because mm. of how we as people companies companies are run by people and so, they have so to be different. Here we go. Freaky Friday moment. We switch bodies. What would be the first thing you'd do in the Lockerbillies if you were me? I'd just look in the mirror all night. <laughs> I'd just say what have you become? <laughs> I'd oh mate, I would Wow. Okay. So Freaky Friday Right. What, as in, got a gig this weekend and got to, uh, or yeah. just how do I, I don't know. Yeah. I just don't know. I don't know So how would start. you, so you, how would you check to see, like, because you can't let on to the band that it that you're Harley and Josh Body. Okay. Well, I would be louder for a start. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, I don't know, like business-wise, like, you're, you're very good at doing uh, personalised posters for each show and stuff like that. Whereas I'm not that way inclined. Mm-hmm. I would have a slightly more generic, and I do have a slightly more generic poster that mm-hmm. works for every venue because that's what works for me and my the way that I work is I'm not creative visually. So you'd have and, your, your bog standard poster, yeah. What, what about yeah. booking the, making sure all the musicians are there and stuff? Um, I you have, you have access to my Facebook. I have access to your Facebook. Okay, yeah. great. Well, um, I would make sure Rainer's car works. <laughs> <laughs> so you, uh, you being me with my fumbly hands would yeah. go and fix his car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, um, I'd put, well, this is the thing. Like, I'd, I'd be able to go around and pick everyone up for the gig. Well, you because know. they have rather large arms. Yes, yes. I have all these arms. That I, I say can, large by length. Yeah, and I'm rich under one arm, Rainer under another, and Murray on my shoulders. Yep, your shoulders. Sorry. Yeah, Murray on my shoulders. Um, it's great uh, side podcast by Murray there. Murray yeah. on my shoulders. Murray on my shoulders. <laughs> um, <laughs> that yeah. Uh, Murray, 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 Murray. That's his other podcast. Is that his other podcast? Yeah. Okay, cool. It's about economy. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, I, that's I like. I don't know. I, I just think we'd run very differently. How, how would, if you were Freaky Friday into me, what would you do? I, I don't know. I, I feel like... Um, You've gone straight for serious and I'm happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, straight away people would be like, can you give me a lift from this place? I'd be like, 
Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'd probably I'd probably be a bit more mean. I'd be like, no, nah, that's all right. I'll get somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if. Uh, uh, I don't know if uh, I don't have the ability to give many people lifts because I've only got one seat in the van. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, just, just no no sitting in the back without straps. Yeah. Um. Uh. I, I don't know. I think I'd probably pick up the bass and be like, and look at your pedals and go, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Is it interesting? Oh, uh, one of the main. It'd be so- easier for you to wing my set. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I wouldn't be able to wing yours as easy. Of course, no, no, that'd be interesting. Yeah. I, I might have to get you just play bass with me one night, just to, just to, and I won't. I'll just just give you my bass and go here you go. go. <laughs> okay, um, in. Another thing, like way way we run is that I'm very pro agency, and you've been very timid for that before because you've stung, been stung by mm-hmm. them in the past. Um, whereas I've always had good experiences with with agencies, and that's one thing that we run quite differently. Mm-hmm, definitely, um, and that's going really well for us at the moment yeah uh not saying it won't getting some new videos and stuff out of it as well oh yeah we got a video out yeah yeah that's, that good. came out last week i probably should have mentioned that but yeah anyway. go on chart attack facebook yeah. yes you can see it uh facebook.com forward slash chart attack uk yes that's the one yeah it's got a uk i remembered it um yeah so yeah uh, uh you'll see us uh, this weekend featuring uh josh dressed as me on bass <laughs> <laughs> the difficult thing is we like i don't know you'd be wearing uh, my clothes but you'd still be your to, size you'd have to get used to ducking a lot yeah i would i would be unconscious quite often <laughs> hitting on your head on everything yeah ridiculous all right it's time for music news music news here we go with music news <laughs> Oh, and why do you have to punctuate at the end of every jingle? You're like, whoo! I was trying to cough before it. And it cough, cough. Yeah, no, uh, that cough was all part of the uh, jingle, mate. I like it. It's a proper musician, proper rhythm section. He did oh, it yeah. in time as well. Oh, have you ever had to sneeze during a gig? Oh, too many God. times. You're like, do I sneeze in time? Do you? I try and sneeze on the downstroke. Well, it's <laughs> difficult when you're singing. Oh. Pretty woman. What are you doing? That's it. You're in your... Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty woman. Which part of that was me sneezing? The pretty woman I, bit. Yeah, the I rest still of it was my bad singing voice. I'm holding it. I'm holding it. <laughs> so anyway, we're talking about CD Baby. CD Baby. Have you used them before? They're like a a, a distribution like, aggregate between self. When you say "Have I used CD Baby?" Are you saying "Have I used CDs?" And then just being ASAP. Condescending. ASAP. <laughs> uh, have you used CD Baby? Um, CD Baby. Um, I I haven't, but actually no, I have by proxy when we were playing with Flickr. Flick it. Okay, cool. Band. Yeah, we use CD Baby yeah. to promote. It's a crazy thing because that stuff. was it started in 1998 as a CD online CD retailer. I bought my first ever Offspring album from that. Oh wow! Conspiracy of One. Wow. Um, back in the day, well, I think they were based out of Japan back then. I'm not sure. Right. Um, but anyway, so according to estimated figures published by MIDIA Research, total revenue generated by self-releasing artists in 2018 was 643 million pounds, up 35 percent on 2017. 35 percent up. That's really good. That's pretty huge, that's, isn't that's it? That's a good sign for sort of independent music. But I mean, you know, think about how how much the, uh, you know, it's like 1.3 billion in the UK oh, is yeah. the entire music. Sale. So, you know, it's it's quite a small percentage, but it is, it, it is substantial. Uh, when the equivalent annual number hit 472 million in 2017... If you think, you know, that's that up, 20, up 35% to 643 million, that's quite a lot. But... Mm. Um, Music business uh, world, which is where I got this music from, uh, this news from, can reveal that a single distribution company, CD Baby, contribu- contributed over 100 million pounds of that 600 million so pounds. A, so they had a large chunk a in there. Lion's that. share of that one, a baby's share of it. Um, so that's up 20 million pounds on 2017. So they have grown by 20%. 
That's good so for them. It's kind of across the board. Everything's good. So uh, yeah, US based though. Now I think they used to be Japanese. Right. But they must have been bought out um, ages ago. But they've got seven hundred and fifty thousand artists on there. Yeah. So if you think that's you know for a million, that means sort of every artist. Go on, use the quick maths again. So if seven hundred fifty thousand uh, artists making a hundred million in a year. What's that? Seven hundred fifty thousand making hundred, uh, like I don't know, twenty something thousand. Did they make <laughs> uh, <laughs> some? Uh, it's better than me. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna check this. So yeah, I that was a complete guess. My my quick maths last week was a hundred percent a fluke. It was awesome. And you though. keep telling people so, that yeah, I'm really good at quick maths. It's kind of like make, making uh, like every artist making one pound thirty. <laughs> I was a little bit off. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty thousand. Yeah, fair enough. Um, but yeah, so but they also that's two say that's two iTunes sales. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. I did quick math. <laughs> quick maths. Uh, so that's one hundred seventy thousand songwriters and over nine million tracks across eight hundred plus genres. Uh, CD Baby Plus also has one point one million songs in its publishing catalogue for worldwide performance and mechanical collection from YouTube, Facebook, Instagram publishing, Sync, and others. So they don't just work in distribution; they work in publishing. Which so they can they kind of get in this. 180 style deal it's not quite they're not doing touring yeah um but they are doing distribution and rights so and they're not actually signing the artists to be exclusive to them so they're working like a record label yeah it's interesting and 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 now are they doing are they doing spotify and um, yes which is the way to go that's the thing like how does a company that were known they were a cd distributor Mm -hmm. and then they were a cd duplicator yeah do you think there are a lot of young artists in the game I get the baby bit, but what's a CD? What? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Is it like an iTunes? Um, but yeah, so... I, I, it's it's like an, an iTunes. An interesting thing, because uh, mechanical rights are quite a, a bit of a minefield. Um, yeah. Sort of thinking about, you know, who owns what in terms of the recordings and the actual physical copies of, of sort of the master discs and yeah. stuff like this. So, you know, having somebody on your side to do that, I mean, I had to navigate that when releasing... Well, the last two two albums that I've released, yeah, and uh, it's it's a massive faff. Mm. So having somebody on your side like these sort of like TuneCore, I use TuneCore, um, but I've considered moving over to CD Baby. I mean, it is useful to have those sort of people that are, are, are experts and can actually do stuff by by yeah. kind of numbers rather than you simply going, "All right, let's figure this all out." Yeah. Um. So would would you use CD Baby? I would. I've used, like I say it's it's a name that I know when mm-hmm. you tell them it's, like, it's a brand name. Uh, and it was kind of the big player for for like CD making back when they existed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I probably would that would probably be a first place that I would go to. Mm-hmm. Uh, seconded only to TuneCore just because you mentioned it before about that's where you went to um, yeah. sort your stuff. And I'd probably sort of the way I work with that, those kind of things. I'd I'd look at them both, work out what gets the best deal for me mm-hmm. and what is the 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 best deal for for what I'm trying to yeah. create. I've had more people coming to me saying they use CD Baby than TuneCore, yeah. uh, which is obvious in the data there, you know, so, so that's a sixth of... Yeah. What led you to go for TuneCore, or was it... That was someone I'd learned about in university. Right. So back when I was doing my degree, um, it was talking about, because streaming was relatively new then, I'd only mm. just got on a Spotify, this would have been... 2011 so TuneCore like would you, were TuneCore sort of new newer to the game new, yeah so they they just sort of shown us a um uh like a documentary on like sort of short documentary about TuneCore right so I was like oh that's just sort of stuck with me yeah um so you know early adopters and all that sort of stuff you know yeah. it's, it's it's usually the first name that you hear is the one that you trust the most for sort of subconscious sometimes certainly yeah yeah 
Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, it, what do you guys think? Have you listened? Have you used CD Baby? Have you used TuneCore? Let us know. Uh, you can tweet us at Lockerbillies at Harley C. I'm going to try my voice command thing, and I'll see what Rainer thinks of it. Shall we? What? What, are you doing? what do you mean? Okay, Google. Text Rainer. <laughs> it's just very strange to do. What do you think of CD Baby? Please reply quickly. <laughs> He's probably listening in right now. He said he was playing um, at home alone. Um, well, because <laughs> we, we went to the gym last night. So oh, you did, didn't you? Together, and I'm still in pain from us being alone together in the gym. Um, <laughs> yeah. You go into the studio, do some... Stretch. Stretch hands. Yes, exactly. Nice. He's stretch arms strong. So, yeah, uh, let us know what you guys think because, you know, there's it's obviously a growing industry. More and more people are being entrepreneurial as solo musicians and bands and independent artists. And, uh, you know, it, it, it looks to be an ever-growing thing. Do you think the bubble will burst? Do you think the more and more people will start going, oh, God, it's too hard? I think what we'll see is that that will become the way and then to counteract that, record labels and agencies will make it easier for them to do it for the artist mm-hmm. and find a way to make it more appealing for for, for labels to take over mm. um, and it will kind of wave like that if you look through history there's always been a sort of a war between independent artists or independent labels and the major labels mm-hmm. um, and they'll do various various things have sort of happened to for one to take over the other at the moment, of course, it's very major label dominated, mm. but uh, I feel it will go one way and then go the other way. And then suddenly you get some white walkers come in. Yeah. And then, you know, and there's a blue dragon. and Of course. Yeah. Yeah. The and then you Great got, war. Then you got to learn how to train your dragon. Um, <laughs> let's keep going. <laughs> yeah, with soothing music. So, yeah, I don't know. That was interesting. Uh, so let us know what you guys think about CD Baby. Uh, so let's get on to our next segment. Thing I found report about this morning. Jingle. Here it is. So, uh, as we were talking about during our, our meeting, we want to sort of uh, have a quick talk about what we think Ipswich needs to do to stand out in the UK music industry. Because yeah. we've had uh, many, many years of people complaining and complaining and moaning and moaning and moaning. Ipswich doesn't have this. Ipswich doesn't have that. But it does have a lot of good things. So, yeah. I've, I've listed just a few off the top of my head things that I love about the, the Ipswich music industry. South Street, South Street Studios, where we are right now, yeah, which has Punch Studios, IO Radio, teaching rooms upstairs, um, and the Smokehouse. Of course, it's Smokehouse. dedicated music venue. Great, Webby's Jam. Yeah, good old Webby. I mean, he's been great community musicians there. Always, uh, you know, supportive. always very friendly. Uh, yeah, very supportive of each other. Yeah. Out great. of Time Records, lovely place. Yeah, so that's you know that's uh, you know great place that people have been going for absolutely yonks to get great records and talk yeah. about music. So just yeah. having somewhere to just stand and talk to somebody and they're really friendly yeah like the, the guys who work they're just well up for a chat and to talk about influences and things like that and yeah. and you know it's, it's a yeah. great place for head that. down there yeah. um uh record labels We've got backwater records yes from steve and uh also jason wicker with uh um antigen records antigen, yeah so there's some w- wonderful acts on there yeah um and it's all homegrown they you know both jason and steve both break their backs doing it for local musicians and it's all it's all for the music yeah it's all exactly. for the music that, that every profit that they get goes back into it so that's something to be very grateful for around here um uh bbc introducing in suffolk yes yeah we had uh a, a graham and richard for a long time and now we've got angel added to the mix yeah um but you know just constantly bringing us new musicians that we didn't even know were right on our doorstep so that's wonderful thank you guys mm-hmm. uh as radio radio suffolk itself 
And Stephen Foster. I think Steve Foster's a big player in, in the local music scene. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, you know, I wouldn't have gotten any radio play. No. <laughs> um, no. A lot, anyway, if it wasn't for my first ever meeting. He's really in, supportive. Interview with Stephen Foster, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I think we've got a really great, faithful crowd in Ipswich. Yeah. Uh, there's people that we can count on that will be at every single gig or be at a gig. They will yeah. go out. They will just they'll think, oh, I'm doing it. It's Friday. Oh, I don't feel very well, but I'm going to go out. Yeah. I'm going to go and, and, and spend some money in a venue and make a band feel like they're rock stars. Yeah. And, you know, those people are, I think they're, they're very, very concentrated here. Yeah. Uh, I don't think there's, you know, we have a, we don't think we have a lack of people that want music. We have Ipswich Music Day. Yeah. Well, that's the, the biggest music free music festival in the UK. It's huge, isn't and, it? And, you know, you've got all these people and they love it. And, you, you know, they get... I can't remember what the what the what the numbers were. It's but about thirty, forty thousand people. Yeah. So Ridiculous. all those people love music, and they they're great yep. supporters of it. One thing we've been doing for ages was uh, Adi and Tim's Blues Jam. Of course, yes. That's you know I learned a lot from yeah. from just hanging out with other musicians and uh, and just learned a lot about the about the blues. From, yeah. Uh, from people that have been playing on this scene for years. And again, you get some incredibly incredible musicians there, and you also have some just really just friendly people, exactly. really supportive community. It's, again, uh, you've got some real youngsters that started yeah. there and have and now sort of gone on to do some really great things. Yeah. Andy Bart. Yes. So uh, radio stations, IO Radio, here we are, yeah. and ICRFM, wonderful radio stations that will uh, will plug your music and all you've got to do is ask. Yeah. There's, there's, like, there's no barrier there. There's literally, send us your music mm -hmm. and we will listen to it and if it's good, we will play it. And there's there's not a, a sort of thing like oh you've got to go through this form we've got to talk to uh, an accounting uh, no just send us the music and we'll listen to it and probably play it because we love it yeah uh, and also Ipswich gigs from Andrew Culture and uh, and yeah. and Grapevine who we yeah. use every single week there's a great online community on Facebook and stuff like just generally just for people supporting music and telling people what's going on yeah exactly so you know there's loads to be good however there is also stuff that we need to correct which yes. we which came up in the meeting last week so uh one thing that amy rag brought up which i thought was a very important point was uh we need a lower venue higher yeah. cost because everything around here if you want to put on a night you do have to pay quite a lot mm. rather than doing like a ticket split um or just you know just say oh you get the bar takings because you'll make a, a lot if there's you know two three hundred people at least yeah um so yeah there needs to be more venues that are willing to sort of take that leap it's take, not yeah that, that take a risk that risk shouldn't be on the onus of the the just on the onus exactly of the promoter i think there needs to be more independent band nights in art centers so yeah. we've got a, a, a lot of good art centers like st nicholas center st peter's of the waterfront yeah um and there's just i mean like the corn exchange yeah you know, great places that I think just need to be putting on a band night. It could be on a weekday. Yeah. doesn't have to be, you know, one of the times when they're, they're not very busy. I know when, you know, we used to work on all of these venues. And yeah. I know when, you know, certain times of year when it's just super quiet, they could put something on. Um, a better understanding between musicians and venues, which we're working yeah. towards now, I think. I think that's, that's make gone leaps and bounds in, in the last week, which is great. Yeah. I think we need more active promotion from musicians and venues. Yes. Which and not just Facebook. Like everybody's just like, I'm gonna put about an Instagram post, I'm gonna I'm gonna put out a Facebook yeah. post, I'm gonna yeah. Just go out to other people's gigs and go out into the street and flyer. Just talk to people 
and go face to face and you'll meet people. That's that, just the way to do it. That's it. One thing um, I've already always said is that when you're advertising on Facebook, you're only advertising um, to the people online. Yeah, and not yeah. everybody's online. Now, I just literally just Googled this stat. There's 2.2 billion active users on MySpace. MySpace. Now, oh, sorry, on Facebook. <laughs> but that's a lot of people. Yeah. But there's 7 billion of us in the world. So yeah. if you think about it, that's less than 20% of, yeah. of the world's community And it'll be 20% online. of those people who actually use their account. Yeah. Well, they're, they're, those are active users. Active so, users, right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, so there are... So if you think about in the case of Ipswich, you're only appealing to 15.7% yeah. of the local area people you know and when you're playing to music when you're playing music that appeals to every age yeah. it's going to be a lot of the older people who love music mm-hmm. who are well into that scene who aren't seeing yeah. your advert or the other way around i mean you know i yeah. get a lot of people you know it's facebook it did the the general age demographic is growing and growing and growing and it's sort yeah. of late 30s now it's um, not on average yeah young whereas instagram aren't is using where facebook. to go yeah instagram's the way to go but then that is now getting us more people in their 20s um, so yeah, there's just more and more social media that's just you're getting priced out of the market all the time. Well, yeah. by your age, so yeah. it's best just go out and go to where you think your audience is going to be. I don't just it. post up about it and don't yeah. just fit, you know email people. It's just yeah. pointless. And I think there's one thing I think we're really lacking is uh, a lot of music blogs. Yeah. So uh, we don't have a lot of of music journalism going on around here right. there's not a lot of people that i see around i mean there's, there's certain people like ross and uh and uh oh and molly that go mm. around to our gigs and take pictures and they'll do it for the stanglian sometimes and they'll also do it for oh crikey i've completely forgotten her blog's name but i will link it um oh follow it on the, on instagram as well it's great but you know it's one of those things we're not very wary of it there's not like a fanzine going around mm. it's it's sort of very it, uh, we've regressed, I think, yeah. into just getting it from the main main outlets or just watching a video and not actually mm. reading stuff. So, you know, I don't know of any vlogs around here other than Rainers that talk about, you know, yeah, what music's going on. Yeah, one of the few on. ones that are doing it from the musician yeah. side. There's also, plenty of ra- radio going on. So there's Webby yeah. and, and, and us that do it. Um, yeah. And loads of people here at IR Radio and ICR that will talk about it. But reviews, album reviews, we get them in the grapevine, maybe two or three in a month. Yeah. But there needs to be more than that. Mm, definitely, definitely. Not just in the grapevine, I mean everywhere. Especially with the amount of music that's being produced around this area. You know, we, we, we've got a new release coming from a different band at least once, twice a month. Yeah. You know, that's and that's the one, they're only the ones that are getting to us. And it's single releases a lot more now, isn't yeah. it? People are just sending out singles. So, um, you know, just a release of, a review of, of one single. Yeah, totally. But anyway, so... Before we finish up the show, what do you guys think? Uh, because, you know, there's so much that we could be doing and stuff that we are doing already, which I think is great. But let us know what you guys think about of our, our Please. music scene. Um, let's get to... Um, so, you are playing this weekend, aren't I you? I am indeed, yes. You're playing at the Three Wise Monkeys in Ipswich. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. That's going to be great. Um, it's, you know, Three Wise Monkeys is one of those places that I've heard so much about it in Colchester. It's a great sort of hub for music there, and they're really building it up in Ipswich, um, hmm. and it's, it'll be great. Yeah. Following the footsteps of some great people who have played there already. Like you. <laughs> <laughs> 
um, other Joshes. Um, so yeah, we've got tonight. Uh, Kev Warford and Kelly Bayfield are at the Sorrel Horse. That's eight thirty. The Sorrel Horse Pub in Shottisham. That's in, near Woodbridge in Suffolk. So that's tonight, but that's Monday. So if you're listening on the third Thursday podcast, you'd missed it. Yeah, I'm sorry for your loss. Uh, January sixteenth, we've got Mark Harrison. That's Wednesday at eight thirty. That's the midweek Blues in Town. That's at the Duke of York. Uh, Duke of York, please put your venue on the actual yes. list there because you can't actually see it. Anyway, so yeah, uh, Friday, Matt White and the Emulsions. Great, yeah. Uh, they are back at the Shamrock. Yes. Friday at 9.30, nice. wasn't it? I'm going to try and make it along to that if I get back from, I'm in Exeter. If I get Ooh. back in time, I'll... What are you doing next to? I'm doing... Uh, Party on yeah. Exeter! <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing conference work for BT Openreach. Oh, cool. Uh, down there. Getting their monies. Uh, okay, cool. So that's that's January 18th with Matt White. Also, January 18th at Three Ways Monkeys in Colchester, we've got Leontes, Dog on a Stick, Tom Parks and his Backwater Boys. If you like a bit of rugged uh, rock and also a little bit of folk um, and blues, check that out. Uh, January 18th, we've also got Friday, Colchester Arts Centre. They've got On for 2019. It's their picks for who they think to watch in 2019. Check some of these bands out. Uh, we didn't have any space to fit them in because we had quite a lot of music to play today. Cool. Uh, Los Hombres Buenos. They're quite an interesting band. I like them. Nice. Silent Natives, Swimsuit Competition, The Hemingways, When Rivers Meet, Matt Calderbank, Philip Marino and Bowie Bartlett. So, interesting night on lots of music. That's 7 o'clock this Friday in Colchester. Uh, January 19th, we've got Rad Pitt. Rad Pitt. Nice. Uh, Tundra Pet Needs The Interesting Times Gang and Kill the Crow we've played most of those bands on this yeah, show we, have, we love yeah. them all um, that's at the Hunter Club Can in I Barry St Edmunds call someone out it's January right. 19th I've got Salutation Ipswich event this Saturday right don't know who it's from it's just that literally the event is Salutation Ipswich oh, oh Lee Ainsley's Blue Storm that's, that's the person I'm assuming that's the band because that's who's uh uh, Another do, Ainsley doing blues. That's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but just guys, come on. Just name the event after your band. The venue will be in the description. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. don't have to get. Anyway, so yeah, do that. Uh, got Chart Attack both. at the Through Eyes Monkeys. Yeah, Saturday boy. at nine o'clock. Uh, I can't make it. I'm afraid I'm playing a private party this oh, Saturday. Oh, nice. But, uh, is there a, a wedding? Felix, though, Sailing Club doing okay. a retirement party. Retirement party. So, yeah. um,. If you want to go, uh, date, date someone <laughs> Retire. older. Retire. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, January 19th, with the Colorblind Hedgehogs. Hey. That is at the Black Horse. You can see Rob Lewis there. That's Saturday at 8.30. Uh, also, we have January 20th, Homebrew. Nice. Good old Mark and Lou. Uh, they'll be at Sunday, Sunday at 5 o'clock in the Hand in Hand in Trimley. So, I, I think that was the first place, first place I saw them. Sweet. It was was it the hand in hand? Well, we've had a, a wonderful time talking to you people. Thank you so much for listening to us again. We're going to finish with some uh, great music uh, from Reno and Rome. Yeah, I was yeah. well happy to see this EP come out. I've been yes. waiting for it for ages. Yes, definitely. Um, I haven't had a chance to give the whole thing a listen yet, but uh, I'm oh, really yeah. able to give it. Is it first? first yeah, I, I listened to it first. First time I could, and yeah. that was that was yesterday. Right, yeah. and uh, yeah, I wasn't disappointed. It was really nice, well, nice. well produced. Um, uh, yeah, I think it's, it's been a long time coming. They've got a lot more in the pipeline, though. Good. They sort of dropped this EP kind of out of nowhere a little bit. Yeah. Um, just to be like, right, okay, here's a taster. There's more coming. So great. 
I've got an eight hour long train journey tomorrow, so I've got plenty of time to give it give all this new music a listen. So in the meantime, if you've got any suggestion of music for me to listen to tomorrow, definitely send it my way. Yeah, and if you've got any music that you want us playing on the radio, please let us know. Yeah. Um we have been getting suggestions from people and some new music sent to us, which we've got some new music for you next week as well, which Sweet. I look forward to. Um yeah can't wait but until then please make sure you subscribe like and give us a review on facebook and on itunes yes um and you know stuff Lo- love you enough yes this is rise and fall by rena and Rome. it is oh. rise and-